Hey, Warriors, this is Amy. And I'm Sarah. We are the hosts of The Unqualified Therapist. We are not here to give you advice. We are here to tell you our stories, share your stories, and bring on the professionals from time to time. Mental health is complicated, and we know that from our personal experience. We believe in professional therapy. Both Sarah and I use that on our own healing journeys. But we also know it isn't one size fits all. The stigma surrounding mental illness can make us feel alone. We are not alone. You are not alone. And you're listening to The Unqualified Therapist Sync. Everyone to another episode of the Unqualified Therapist. I gotta be honest, I don't have it in. Me she doesn't today. have, yeah, <laughs> she doesn't have it in her because we didn't even tell our guest this yet. But she took my daughter shopping today all day at the mall because my anxiety can't handle the mall, <laughs> and my daughter doesn't like to online shop, which is how I do things. Oh no! So I she spent all day doing the things like finding jeans that fit and shoes that fit and bras and all these that like to me that sound like oh, torturous. I loved every second of it. And that is now her job forever. <laughs> she I'll just, take it. She just got into that. I'll take it. It wasn't even, it wasn't the, it wasn't, it, that wasn't shopping. really what I it think. That's how like, it exhausted you. There were some other things, oh, but this whole weekend, I feel like I I'm, just feel very, I, I feel very, Oh, blessed for that. Thank you, ma'am. Absolutely. Lily calls you her mom number two. So I love it. We have a very special guest and it is Gloria Ward. We have talked about her on here before because we were able to emcee at her conference just a couple weeks ago in Pittsburgh. And she had us on her uh, show. I was a couple months ago. It was, it was maybe ago. six months yeah. ago, even. Oh, yeah, I don't even know. Ago. But even just, I don't know. After that, I was like, I just love this woman. Yep. So it was an instant connection, and we were just so excited to meet her in person. And now we are thrilled to have her on our show. So welcome, Gloria. Oh, thank you, ladies. You know what? I, everybody loves the video when you guys are dancing. We did. Like, <laughs> I see it. Of it. Did you see it? Uh, right? I saw it. Oh, Somebody I put was, that into like a TikTok or a reel. Yeah. Thing. Uh-huh. I, was I like, see it. Oh, I was like, look at us go for real. Yes. But I, I, I just wanted to thank you guys for actually emceeing the event. I mean, you guys are so funny. It was just so refreshing to you know kind of kind of have that balance right and and that was the goal of the event to let women know and to let people like your listeners know when you get together to have an event yes you are talking about serious issues and everything but you still like to hang out you still like to party you you want to make it something that is festive where you're getting the knowledge but you you also have that sisterhood right yeah and as as we were going through the process and and loosening up it's like we've known each other for years because you you start to see that wow this is 
you know, uh, a place where I could really open up and I can yeah. really like be myself for the couple of hours that I'm there. Yeah. So I just thank you guys for contributing to that oh, and my really gosh. answering some some hard questions when the ladies were asking yes. questions about mental I really, health. I really love that part. That just happened yeah. organically and yeah. it was a beautiful conversation. Yeah, oh, so basically, man. if you're listening, you need to get your butts to an um, Becoming Truly You event um, when it comes near you or when we tell you, you about travel. it, like we're telling you for real, yes, we've like been, we've go. done, it's worth it. And Sarah and I are not huge rah, rah, rah people. And we're not huge stuffy people. Oh, we were hype girls. No, right. it, was, it wasn't like that. I don't know how, like there's a difference. There's a difference though, between that rah, rah, rah and like legit hype. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there wasn't any cheesiness. No, that's right. No. So you know what, I don't know Julia, how to explain that. You made right. me feel so comfortable from the get uh-huh. like I because uh, I have been experiencing this social anxiety for the past few years which is like new to me but mm. now that it's there it's like so ingrained so deeply and then when you were like come on let's dance and you just started dancing I was like all right and like, <laughs> and everybody was like okay and it just it, you know the like you were just saying, it was like we'd known each other for years and, and you know, just got to, to be empowered women with other empowered women. Oh, yeah. And it just felt so good. You yeah. know, you know what I say? I said, you know, the, the women that were there, the people who were there, the vendors, ourselves, the speakers, everyone is coming with some kind of thought in mind, mm-hmm. right? The women are coming because they believe that you have something to offer them. You can help them. Yeah. Whatever it is that they're going through or they have a, a mission or something that they want to accomplish and they believe that you have an answer to help them. Right. Yeah. And so they come to listen so that they can go back out into the world and be better. Right. We're there to do our service because we know what it's like to be in certain situations where mm-hmm. we have overcame. Right. And now we can go ahead and share our story. So what they saw and what we experienced is like the boldness, celebrating yeah. the fact that yes. you have overcame yeah. and yeah. also celebrating the fact that even if you're fearful, even if you have the anxiety, even if you have all that, you still do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You still do it anyway. And that's why the DJ was so excited at the end. And she was like, oh, my God, Gloria, I just have to say, like, you have changed my whole outlook mm-hmm. on how I feel about these women events, because I'm thinking that we were going to cry. We were going to do this. And I said, sometimes it's like that, sometimes, right? Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> sometimes it's like that. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we have to remember that that is only one aspect of it. Yeah. Like you can have fun. You can have a life. Because when you walk out, you walk back into your real life, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But you yeah. will remember the tools that you learned yes. once you walk out of there. Because all of our speakers had something amazing yes, and an amazing story that and, and we all you, took you away. you gathered just the most powerful crew wow. of women to tell their stories. And here's a funny thing is that I said to Sarah, I said, well, you know, after we do our emceeing or whatever, we'll sneak out and look at the 
notes to talk to figure out what we want to say next in the next part. Right. I was so captivated by yeah. each speaker. We couldn't. I was it. like, I was like, I just I can't move. I was like, I'm sorry. We'll just we'll get up there and we're wing like, it. We'll It'll be fine. Right. Right. I just so didn't. Weird. Honestly, guys, I did not expect, and I just it was a beautiful like surprise yeah. because the guests you had had. Everybody's story touched me in some way, and I took something away from it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was the reason why I made the event becoming truly you, because it is the start of a woman who she's like you and I, right? She knows that she is ambitious, want to do things in life, want to be able to get out of the rat race, feel mm-hmm. like she's stuck. She might need a coach or an encouraging word or something to do that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So she comes to the event looking for that. But at the same time, we go through this so much where I, we go through like 80 different emotions a day. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Having yeah. a sisterhood, just like what you explained about, you know, going to the store because you couldn't do it today. Right. Having that sisterhood where you can call on someone to say, Hey, you know, I'm stuck here in my business. Is there, tell me what you're doing. Can we collaborate together to see Mm -hmm. if we can grow? All of that stuff was in the room. Right. And, and, and that's what makes it amazing because we're all trying to, uh, live our dream and our purpose mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so why not have that connection and that sisterhood to do it and that's what becoming right. truly you is about allowing yourself to open up so that you can understand the only way that you can get to your goal is when you finally accept who you are mm-hmm. and be okay with it yes right for sure and be okay with it yeah so I'm- I have just been, uh, both Amy and I have been captivated by the I'm Loving Me project and the things that you're doing. And I just want you to tell our listeners all about that. Um, I think what's really amazing is your quote that you have on your page for I'm Loving Me project um, that says, I've always believed that the world is not as complex as we think, that it's quite mm-hmm. simple, actually. You were born with a purpose and it's your job to discover what it is and serve. Absolutely. I really do believe that. that. You know, uh, I I started the I'm Loving Me project. Our birthday is actually this month, I think like on the 24th or the 27th. But I I started it almost three years ago because I was tired of living the way I was living. And I was a hurt person. I was hurt. Yeah. I, um, was going through a divorce, but really like a separation from my husband. Mm-hmm. And we were, we were living together. We were in that period where we were living together. We have to get the housing arrangements together. We got a house together mm-hmm. and it was time to separate, but we're still in the house. So while we're still in the house, we have all this tension going back and mm. forth, right? Yeah, right. I was dating, he was dating, I was mad, he was mad, right? Yeah. But we couldn't move until we were able to, you know, sell the house, do all that and whatever. So that was very hard for me. Yeah. And I was honestly, I could say now I was acting out. I was I was drinking a half a bottle of vodka every day. I was hanging out. Mm. I was hanging out, you guys, for Five days a week. I was hanging out every day 
for at least six years. I went out every day and was drinking every day for like six years. But what's so crazy was I was ambitious. I still did my work Mm -hmm. and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Because I never, that never goes away, but I was getting DUIs and going to jail. Mm -hmm. I was, I crashed my car, Mm -hmm. you know, and the second time, that I got my DUI and I crashed my car. I hit someone mm. and I thought I hurt someone. Yeah. Yeah. And it was only the, the, the crazy thing about that story is this. It was only me in that car on the road that night. Whoa. And I was in one lane. They were in the, an, another lane. I fell asleep. Oh no. And when I fell asleep, all I heard was a bang. Yeah. And when I woke up, I had hit the car. Now, I'm sitting up there. I'm so scared. I'm thinking I hurt someone. The only people who, uh, you know, the people, the the assistants that's on the side of the road, like the little ambulance or whatever, they were there. They immediately came. Uh to the scene and they called the police and basically they was like stay in the car till the police come and I was so worried about the other people even though I was still intoxicated I jumped out the car Mm -hmm. and was like is the people okay they were trying to put me back in a car and the police came and he was like oh you know we have to give you the DUI test Mm -hmm. and I knew from last time I took it the first time. I didn't take it the second time, right? I was like, I'm not taking it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so it was a struggle, and they took me to the hospital and everything. But it was there, guys, that I said to myself, I said, Gloria, this is not you. Mm, This is not you. Right. You have just allowed whatever this situation is, your hurt feelings... And, 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 and everything that you're going through to put you in this position that you're in now. And I went to jail and I, and I tell you guys no lie. I went to jail and I, I had to call my husband to bail me out. Oh no. <laughs> I would, oh my God. Gloria, I give you all the props because I would have been like, I'll rot. Look, right in here before I call him to come get me. No, it gets worse. It gets worse, and and this is why I say you you gotta be able to to love yourself, right? It gets worse. So he's out somewhere, and he is doing whatever he's doing. He's not picking up the phone. You know, they confiscated my phone. Oh my god! So I did. I only knew one friend's number. And I had yeah, to tell my phone numbers anymore. I know it. Right. So oh. they took my phone. So I didn't know any numbers. So I knew one friend's number, one, one of my best friends. And I told her to call him to tell him where I was. And so, you know, finally they was like, you know, you're getting bailed out. But we found out that you have a warrant in another oh. county. Oh. <laughs> So you will get bailed out 
but we have to take you to another jail (laughs) where you have to get yourself bailed out because the first DUI I had, obviously I had a court date that I didn't go to. And so I bailed myself out of the first jail to be transported to the next jail to be in a holding cell. Now this was a male's uh, jail. And they only had one little cell for women who were getting out. And the women who were actually, you know, going to jail. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And here I am like, oh, my God. (laughs) And I just got my hair done that day. I had on a new outfit. (laughs) So, y'all, I'm inside of the jail. I'm inside of the jail with these ladies. van for like however long the ride was to get there yeah and then i had to stay up again because it's like 30 of us in this little holding place oh my goodness no thank you the uh the bail bondsman was following the police paddy wagon yeah so he can come and bail me out but it was going to be another eight or nine hours before <gasps> I would get out because they're doing the switching of the uh, hours like oh, they're switching the hours the oh, shifts no. so it so it takes a long time right oh my gosh. so <laughs> I was sitting in that holding place and I said no way because I know the first DUI, I got a slap on the wrist, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I said, this one right here is my wake-up call. Yeah. yeah. One, I hit someone. That person was okay. They was able to drive off. Oh, right? that's good. That's good. And I said, two, but my car was totaled. And I said, two, it's not going to be a third time. No. Yeah. It's not going to be a third time. Right, right. And if it is, it's not going to end in your favor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You need to figure out what is going on, mm-hmm. right? And and one of the things you have to do when you get a DUI is go to alcohol treatment. Okay. And so I'm sitting inside of the treatment, and I got my hands folded, and you know my 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 mouth is all twisted up because I said I don't belong here. Mm-hmm. I've been. And I don't. I'm <laughs> only here. Because the courts told me I had to be here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so the lady hands out a paper and she said, you know, today we're going to talk about depression and all this. And I'm like, oh, here we go. I don't want to be here. All this stuff. And she was talking about the different types of depression. Yeah. So when she got to situational depression, I'm looking at all the symptoms and then I find myself yelling out, well, I got seven of the 10 symptoms on here. <laughs> she said, oh, yeah, I know. She's like, oh, I know. <laughs> you wouldn't be here if you didn't, right? <laughs> and what she was explaining to me was like situational depression is the situations that you are in is causing you to act out in a certain way. 
and causing this type of behavior that is making you depressed where you probably are suicidal and don't know it. You probably uh, uh, want to do things to yourself and you just don't know it. You you have a excuse or a story as mm-hmm. to why you are acting out. And I right. did. Right. I was acting out because you cheated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You broke up the family. Yeah. You did this to us. Yeah. You were the one who messed up everything. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And when I heard her say, you know, most of the time, what do you, what you really have to do is look at yourself in the mirror and figure out why mm-hmm. you're doing what it is that you're doing. Yeah. Because nobody is responsible for you, but you. Yeah. And I went home and I did. And what I discovered was, yes, I had situational depression. And two, I, I was in love with myself. Yeah. I had this idea of marriage, you guys, that it was supposed to last forever mm-hmm. and that I was determined to be a good wife and a wife because it's something that I never saw before. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I wanted to be the one yeah. who would break that generational yep. curse. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Right? Because my mom died of AIDS when I yeah. was seven years old. So I didn't have a mother figure. Yeah. You know, I grew up with my grandma. She, <laughs> my grandfather lived in a whole nother house because my grandmother was raising us. He said he wasn't coming whenever she wanted to go home to her house with him. Yeah. She's, she's welcome to come, but he wasn't moving. Wow. Right. He was protecting his peace. <laughs> I mean, right. <laughs> But you can't, you can't, you can't, you know, you can't blame that man. That's what he wanted to do. And my grandmother felt like she, she didn't want to put us in a home or anything like that. So she left to come raise us. Right. Mm -hmm. And growing up and everything, especially, you know, I'm in the Bronx and you in these underserved communities and you're saying to yourself, when I get out, I am going to do this. Yeah. I am going to make sure that I am not like that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. So when I got married, I wasn't going to be like that. The person who got a divorce, the person mm-hmm. who didn't make it, the person who didn't try. Right. But it wasn't working out for me. Right. And mm-hmm. so I was acting out because I didn't know no other way. Mm-hmm. I was so afraid. I had to look in the mirror and say, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm so afraid to start a new life. How the hell do you do that? And I was married for 10 years and we got married when we were 26. Mm. So now I'm up there like, I only had an apartment when I was in college. This is, I got to find a place to live. Yeah. The, since I crashed my car, I had to go uh, find another car and then, I had to work at a job that was only paying me like $2,000 a month because I had to pick up a regular job. My business was going down. It was like everything was going wrong, right? Right, yeah. And when I was looking in that mirror, guys, I said to myself, I said, I have to start loving me. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't didn't even know what that meant or what that looked like, Mm -hmm. right? But the more- It's such a hard place to get to. Yeah. You're like, what does that look like? (laughs) Oh, how do you even 
become aware yeah. of that. And, and, and I'm going to talk about that a little bit later because most of us is so caught up in life. You don't even become aware that the issues that you are having is the fact that you don't love yourself. You are blaming everything outside of you as mm -hmm. to why you're in the situation that you're in. Like I was. Yeah. Right. Right. And so I said, well, what does loving me looks look like? You know, and the one thing that came up was acceptance. Mm -hmm. Accept that your marriage is over, Glow. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Accept that it's over. Ex get over this idea of what you believe marriage is supposed to be like. And right. stop blaming him. Because you probably, if you think about it, was not real loved him, but really probably was not in love with him. You was in love with the idea yep. of what he was supposed to be to you. Yes. Yes. Right. And then I just started taking steps. And then I was like, how many other women feel the way that I feel? Because mm -hmm. I had support of my friends, right? Mm -hmm. They supported all my wacky dreams. They would hang out <laughs> with me. They would be nice to me. And then some of them would be like, Glow, I can't support this. Like, I mean, I, I got to go to work. I can't be drinking with you every day. I can't right. be doing stuff like this. And then I said, um, well, let me see if I can do something called the I'm Loving Me Project. And then I just started interviewing women hmm. and asking them, you know, what do you see when you look in the mirror? Because that's all I had. Ooh, that is time. a tough question. It's a good exactly. one. Exactly. Exactly. And they would tell me the truth. Some will say, you know, I, I, I don't see anything good. But you have a six-figure job. You have hmm. a husband. You have, you know wonderful kids you're raising kids right how come your life is not good yeah right and it's like well because in actuality i don't really love myself what i'm doing is i'm going through the motions because that's what i was taught mm -hmm. right and so that that's how it started and i started interviewing some women who overcame and became and then it turned into some women who wanted to heal. And I started working with like different therapists. And then I started working with like different coaches. And we, we just started this movement and we said, we're going to take it, you know, all the way into my last dying breath because I strongly believe if you can help a woman heal, you can mm -hmm. change your community. You can change your nation because yeah, she's yeah. going to run back and she's going to tell everyone and she's going to heal her family. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and that's the mission that I'm on right now for you to live your highest and truest self and understand that you are worthy and you are mm -hmm. of value. And it doesn't matter what you have or what you don't have. It doesn't matter if you live in a mansion or if you live in a cardboard box. We all got issues. We yeah. all got something. And we all need that support and that sisterhood of when we are in a funk and we just can't do it. Yes. Right? 100%. That, yeah. We feel that hard for sure. Yep. That is so right? true. I love how you say over overcame and became. Is that mm -hmm. what you say? I love that's that. Right. That's right. Because that's, that's like what we're I, doing. And I feel like uh, it truly encompasses personally my life mm -hmm. like overcame and became mm -hmm. I really didn't become 
the person that I love when I look in the mirror until I overcame. Um, and I feel like it was like that with the women that you filled the room with. Like mm. that was just how everybody's story was, is that they were who they were because they overcame. Oh man. And, and, and just hearing the stories just give you so much, you know, uh, 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 uh what's the word I'm looking for? So much, you know, like that you're not alone. You know what yes. I'm saying? Oh, yes. Like, so yeah. much, so much power inside to say, wow, I can actually sit here and relate to you and tell you, well, I have a fear of getting married again mm-hmm. yeah, because of everything that I went through. Right. Right. Yes. Like we were just talking off air. Like, yes. I'm dating someone right now, but one of my, he asked me, what is your pet peeve? Don't ask me to marry you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's off the table. You know, and you guys are like, you just don't know. I don't know, but I know what I know now. Right. right? right. <laughs> I know what I know now. Right. No. <laughs> right. And, you know, we, we carry these things around with us and what, what we have to know is, is that it's always something. You don't just get over something. You mm-hmm. learn how to manage your life so that you can live your highest and truest self, yeah. whatever that means to you, mm-hmm. right? Because life is about living. Mm-hmm. So yes. if I have to live and I have all these issues going on with me, how do I manage that? What kind of support do I need around me? You know, when do I take some time for myself? When do I get a coach or a therapist to kind of help me work through some things? Mm -hmm. Because the higher I get, the more that I accept myself, the more that I do, the the more that I accomplish, I get more things that I have to discover about myself that I have to work through. Mm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You know? And so that's why I was like, when you truly become you, you are aware of all of the good things that dark side you have and all of that stuff, but it is okay. Yeah. Life is still a party. Mm-hmm. You can still love, you can be in love, you can have love, and you can do whatever it is that you want. You are no longer stuck. Yeah. yeah. Right? You are no longer stuck because you know you. You know what triggers you, you know your issues, and you know how to set those boundaries now. Mm-hmm. Right. So that yeah. you can live the best part of you. Right? You know, I 100% agree. And you said, you know, about the darkness and, and how it's still there, but that you can live in the light. And that's I, right. And, that, and that's a choice. That's you know, right. And I think that that's something that's hard at first when you mm-hmm. experience darkness at first, you think that the only option is darkness. Exactly. When you finally allow yourself to know that you deserve to be in that light mm-hmm. and, and you can experience it again, I feel as though the light becomes so much brighter. Yeah. And I think that people who haven't experienced darkness. Yeah don't appreciate the light no um as much Mm-mm. and so it's like these people who have this um thing where they're like you know it's just not I, I just um 
I just can't experience happiness because all these bad things have happened to me. I want to tell them like, but you can because you can experience it so much more deeply because these things have happened to you. So you know what it's like to be always stuck back in there. So when you come out here, you're going to be able to bask in it like so much Mm. brighter and and Mm -hmm. appreciate it so much more deeply. And I mean, one of my favorite things that I always say about myself is that, and to other people specifically with grief is that you can be both. Exactly. So I can be in this place of pain and weariness and darkness, but I can like, it does just be, that doesn't mean that's over, but I can make a choice that for this next three hours, like if I'm feeling it, like I can be happy and light and, you know, enjoying whatever the current situation is. And so yeah, those are, those are some interesting ideas. And I think that Sarah's right. It is hard for, for people who haven't had big pain. And I, and I don't wish that on anyone, right. but, <laughs> but, no. but I mean, if you, if you know, if, well, if you know, you know, which we all do here in this room is that then the, the next thing's just around the corner. So you've got to figure out how are you going to live and be joyful when the shit comes rolling because it's going to come, it's going to come again just at a different level because you're leveling up. So there's different shit. Yeah. And, 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 and every time there's always a new level in your life and there's always a new story. Yes. Oh, that's beautiful. So so now that you have seen what the light is now, like I, like I told uh, uh, my friends and I tell the ladies all the time, coming truly you, the book, that was that part of my life. Now I have a new story. Mm-hmm. Right? Now I have a new story. Because we can't wallow in what happened back there. Yes. And and miss out on all the experiences we have now. Mm-hmm. Right? So my new story is me starting my life over. How I had to live in this one bedroom apartment with two dogs growing a business networking around figuring out how I can connect with other people continually connect with myself still be in tune what happens when fear comes to me anxiety when Mm -hmm. when I when I feel like things are not going my way that's a whole nother thing yeah right yeah that's a whole nother thing and 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 being able to know and understand that you're enough that's what i'm battling with right now mm-hmm. reminding myself that i am enough because I, I i battle with the whole thing am i doing enough mm-hmm. am i really living up to what i said i was going to do am i really providing this value that i have in my head Outwards, am I doing the best that I can? Yeah. And people will say, well, Gloria, you are very hard on yourself. And I'm like, yes, because the mission is so big. Yeah. I, 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 I just want to tell everybody and yeah. let everybody know what's going on and, and, and do so many amazing things. And they're like, well, you have the rest of your life to do that. Right. Where for me, it was like in the back of my mind. People die early in my family. Mm-hmm. So it was coming from a place where I felt like I didn't have enough time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My mom died. She was like in her 20s, right? My grandmother died when she was 
when she turned 70, her 70th birthday. My sister died when she was 42. I'm now oh 42. Mm. Right? Uncles and aunts died in their 30s and 40s. And here I am. I'm like, whoa, I'm at the brink, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what's going on. As soon as I get a pain in my chest, I'm freaking out, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Because I don't, in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, I, 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 I overcame this and I got through this. But now, am I going to get through this? So my health is important. Being able to uh, uh, study and and really master my craft is important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole nother journey. But I had to work through that whole thing of, Gloria, you got to understand, the, the people in your family, they have their own life. They made their own decisions. Yeah. That's not you. Right? right. That's not you. You get to be able to set the bar for what it is that you want in your life. Because people were dying at an early age, they chose the life that they chose. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So that was a battle for like the whole 2020 for me. (laughs) Yeah. And only because, you know, death was everywhere. We going through this whole thing. And I'm like... Am I doing it? You know, if, if, if this is it, what am I doing? I need to move. I need to work. I need to do this. Yeah. Like, no, you need to chill. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Oh, we do. <laughs> yes. You we need do. to chill. Yes. Everything comes in its own time. Mm-hmm. If you stay consistent with what you're doing, you'll get there. Right? You'll what get a there. hard freaking thing to stick to if you help <laughs> or one, remember yeah, and, listened. And, and that's hard to accept but I was telling someone on a meeting this morning I don't care if one person show up that one person can tell six people and yeah. six of their friends right mm-hmm. right because you impacted their lives so much yes yes right and so you gotta chill yeah. Do what you love. Know that you're doing a good job. Know that you're doing your best. And watch how it grows on its own. Mm-hmm. Because what we can count on is, is that authenticity is what people are looking for. Mm-hmm. And oh, if yeah. you try to push against something yeah. because you believe you need to be at a certain level and you're not, you're forcing a circle into a square. You can't do that. You got to be able to let it work organically. And it takes time. Right? It takes time. Mm-hmm. And it'll it'll get there when you're ready. Because you mm-hmm. still got to grow into it. It's like with the caterpillars that is fighting and having that battle. Yeah. To become that butterfly. It doesn't happen you know, in days, it goes through a process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Right. And, and and that's the second half of this life. <laughs> yeah. You know? I think that's also why there's such this high level of depression and anxiety mm-hmm. now is because people, we have created this, this urgent um, lifestyle. Yeah. Where absolutely. everything has to happen right now. And yeah. so then when it doesn't, 
we all are like, whoa, whoa we're failing. Right. Why isn't it happening right right now? Why hasn't it right. happened this fast? How come I only got five likes <laughs> on this post? Exactly. You know, like why is nobody clicking on this? Right. It's like no, no. we, we got to remember, right? Like, yeah. you know, we we can't be envious of what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. We can't compare ourselves to other people. We got to be able to run our own race, and that's hard to do. Yeah. Right. But this is what the next level looks like, because now that you have accepted yourself and you're looking at yourself, you're also seeing your insecurities. Different ones, like deeper. Right. Ones. Yeah. <laughs> and they, and how many times a day do they come out? Right. How many times like, a day do they I come out? Myself. Oh, sorry. <laughs> right. <laughs> there's, there's a, that's going to continue until the day you die. <laughs> right. I'm like, why am I looking at this girl waist like mad? Because I want the way she got. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, seriously, I know, I know. Oh my god! I would tell, I would tell ladies when I saw them who had a nice body. I'm like, can I? Uh, can you give me my body back so I could go <laughs> I love that. I and love that. have some fun? I'm ready for you to give yeah. me my body yeah. back now. You know, <laughs> I think we said something similar to DJ Cake at the. I'm giving, I, I, at tried, the I was very girl. Did you? I said to her, I, 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 instead of saying it that way, I said, and I truly meant it. I said, I just need you to know that I'm in love with your body. <laughs> oh my I was like, God. Oh, you're yeah. Look, I told her the same thing. I said, where are you going with that body? I'm like, how many husbands? I said, how many husbands you got? Cause let me borrow that. I'll be on my third husband. Okay. For real. <laughs> yeah. For real. But yeah, that's, that's what it is, ladies. It's about, Once you recognize, you know, who you are, yeah, that's when you start to live, Mm -hmm. right? Doesn't mean that everything becomes roses. And I thought about that. I was like, (laughs) what did she say? I'm not laughing at you because you're like, she's younger. No, no. Here's the thing. No, no. Listen, listen, listen. Let me finish. Is that I wouldn't want to relive those years to have Mm -hmm. my body back. If that makes sense. Like I am much more peaceful now. Then that torment of the 20s and 30s that's like, you know, just really is such a hard time to come into yourself, right? Yeah. Yes, to know yourself. Yes. So, so you go ahead and rock that DJ cake. Oh, yeah. I know <laughs> it. I, I would like her body though at yeah. my age now. Like her Same. boobs is like perfect. Like, <laughs> I, <was asleep. laughs> I don't get oh, it. Like goodness. you can't, you could can barely see mine in this. <laughs> <laughs> Gravity is taking over. Jamie's, Jamie's gonna listen to this and be like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> this is the these are the conversations that we need to have about other women. Like, if you're gonna have a conversation about another person, these are the types of conversations. You Absolutely, they are good. They the good thing. Absolutely, uh, and 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 I wanted to bring up again how you ladies were just so transparent about. Uh, your situation when the women started speaking and asking questions mm. that is like that is like the main thing that we do I most of the stuff we do are interactive because the women are there to get their questions answered yeah right? and when the lady asked well how do you actually 
help and support a person Mm -hmm. who has mental health issues or going through depression and anxiety. Because on the outside, you're trying to say, you know, like, I love you and I'm here and all of this stuff. like, But it's not helping in their mind. They're doing everything that they can to be a friend and they don't get no response or they don't get the response that they want, you know, and, and they believe that they're losing a friend. Mm-hmm. I absolutely loved how you guys stepped in there and just was like, you gotta let them be. I, yeah. the, we are looking at the text. We are seeing everything because it really assured her that what she was doing with her friend, she could keep doing. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. She yeah. can keep doing because yes. it, it does get a little exhausting where you're like, well, I'm trying to reach out and I'm trying to do this and, it, and it's not working. Yeah. And it's like, you don't know how much you're helping. Yeah. Right? You don't know how much you're helping. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You don't know the fact you showed up for this person, even if you're not getting the response you expected, that means the world. Yeah. That's right. You know, that's right. And then when they're ready, like you guys said, when they're ready, they'll come out and and they'll let you know just how much you help them. But those kind of conversations are so important. I can tell you, ladies, there are so many women who have experienced trauma, who mm-hmm. needs healing, who is suffering alone through mental health issues. And it is like, it is just insane, the numbers. And having a podcast like this and the I'm Loving Me Project and all of these things, it's becoming a vital part of society. It really is because people need an outlet. Because some cannot afford a therapist. Some mm-hmm. cannot mm-hmm. afford to, you know, get the help that they need, even though they need it and they want it. Mm-hmm. But to have a place or something that they can listen to mm-hmm. that can kind of uh, start to generate that awareness. Yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. We generate that awareness through stories and through our stories Mm -hmm. to say that you are not alone. Eventually, like I tell the ladies, when we have our healing workshop that we're having in two weeks in October. I was just going to ask you about this. (laughs) Yeah, we're having our healing workshop. It's called the Selfish Retreat. I love that title so much. Yeah, that you know, and we're bringing um, a counselor. He's a trauma counselor. And we're bringing two therapists. And the whole purpose is for that woman who is still trying to figure out why her relationships go bad. Why she Mm -hmm. keep losing her job. Mm -hmm. Why she can't get herself together. And, And the answer is because something happened to you. And, and, it, and it's affecting you still while you're older and you're not aware of it. Yeah. Something happened to you. Yeah. Right. And if you go to a therapist, it might take you a while to get it, but I'm going to bring you the professional help. Right. Just so that you can start to be aware. So you can start to seek outside help. Mm. Right. So that you are able to at least understand why, you know, things are just not working out. You feel it in your gut, don't we? Like all the time. You feel it in your gut that, damn, something is wrong. Yeah, yeah. There is no way that I keep choosing the wrong person and I can't be happy. Mm -hmm. 
but I do. Why? Because something happened to you. There's a reason why I'm afraid and I think that I, I, I can't have love because something happened to you. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, uh, our trauma counselor, Robert Utario, he has these boxing gloves and he does these writing exercises because, you know, I love what he says is it's hard for women to open up in the beginning, but he allows them to write. He gives them something and he gives them 15 minutes to write. And they could write down their thoughts. And then he give them some boxing gloves and he just start calling out stuff. And if it's something that you remember, you hit. Mm-hmm. And if it's something that you remember, you hit. And when I tell you it I is so powerful, <laughs> right? It is so powerful. It is amazing. We don't have no cameras in there. We take pictures, but no cameras. Because some of the women that we have abuse people, mm-hmm. right? So it's not always them being the person who was the victim. They also molested and abused mm-hmm. people. And they have that guilt and that shame. But the, they deserve to be in an environment where they can get the support and help too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody without knows. being judged. Yeah. Right? And they also need to be in an environment where they can see what it looks like on the other end. Yeah. Right. And it is just so powerful. It's one of my is one of the workshops that I love, love, love to do because when a women get that awakening, mm-hmm. just like I did when I had to look in a mirror, like all of this is happening because I don't love myself. The reason why I'm blaming my husband for the reason why, you know, we're not together is because of the, the infidelity and all that where I couldn't even call his mother mom throughout the whole time we were married because I didn't have one, y'all. Yes. And I didn't, she was not my mother. Mm-hmm. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And I, I called that lady nothing. I would not even call her Mrs. Ward. Mm-hmm. I would just walk in a room and start talking. That's how damaged I was. Yeah. And he would say, you know, one of the reasons why, one of the reasons why Gloria, we're breaking up is because I don't like the way you treat my mother. Mm. I never talked to her on the phone. I never, you know, like did small talk because she was not my mother. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know how to be that. Yeah. Oh, come with me to the store and do mother thing. I don't. It makes me uncomfortable. Yep, yeah. But I didn't know I had trauma over that. Right. I just thought, you well, you're not my mother. I don't have to do anything. You know, I had a grandmother. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of times, too, people marginalize their own trauma. Yeah. They can look at somebody else and say, wow, what happened to you was awful. But mm-hmm. they don't look at themselves and be like, no, I truly experienced, like, something happened to me. That's yeah. making me feel this way, behave this mm-hmm. way, think these things mm-hmm. because they don't, because it's like, well, that wasn't that big of a deal or what? Yeah. No, the that's minimization, part of my the minimization of people's yeah. trauma is really part of this big problem. Yeah. It and is. If you minimize it, then you're never dealing with it because you're never talking about it. I told a lady 
she um she said well Gloria I don't really you know I mean I I was never sexually abused or I don't have any of those things or whatever so I really don't need to come I said do you think that's just what trauma is right right I said you just told me a story that you know your mom used to yell at you and she used to tell you stop crying mm-hmm. unless I give you something to cry for there it yep. is there it is right there yep right Yep. I said, so you carrying with you this whole thing of you can't even express yourself because right. you're doing it now. Yeah. Because you feel like you have to be strong and you have to be stern and you have to be this and you can't cry and you can't be vulnerable and you can't be humble. That is trauma. Yeah. Yeah. You can't open up, honey. How do you think you are going to allow love in your life? You cannot tell me, oh, I want love, but I can't open up. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I mean, I'm confused. Right? I'm confused. Oh my gosh, that is just because you wasn't raped or you know molested or anything drastic didn't happen to you, that doesn't mean you didn't experience trauma. You know. I've so seen my real. sister get beat up by her boyfriend. That mm-hmm. was traumatic for me mm-hmm. to the point where I made a vow to myself mm-hmm. that I would never be with someone who put their hands on me. Mm-hmm. Right. And I saw how, you know, uh, people, uh, my aunts and uncles and everyone would abuse drugs. And I made a vow to myself that I would never be with someone who would use drugs or anything. It was like a cutoff. Yeah. Right. 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 And it was someone that, uh, I had dated who was using drugs. He was using cocaine. I cut that thing off so quick. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I, and I, and I got away because of my own fears, mm-hmm. not because I was fearful that, you know, he was going to do something to me. Mm-hmm. I was scared for myself. Yeah. Because I, again, did not want to end up like that. That's, that is trauma. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so it comes in all different forms and everything. And so that's why we do our um, selfish retreat. Because those women are trying to get to a place where they can become truly themselves. But they're not there yet. So you've they done this retreat before. Is this something you do once a year? Yeah, we um, we did it before the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. And back then it was called our mirror workshop. We had a lot of women come uh, who dealt with grief of losing a child, who mm-hmm. um, had body shame, who dealt with molestation. And really, we really got into why they feel stuck in their life. Mm-hmm. Like we, we hear the stories all the time where a wife is, you know, you, you're trying to be a good wife, but you can't because you always think your husband is going to go out there and cheat or do something because you haven't dealt with the fact that you're not good enough. Right. Right. Why would he, you hear the woman say, you know, I always say to myself, why is he with me? Why did he choose me? I'm not anything. Like, you know, I do like my best. Like you self-sabotage. Yeah. Like, because of you your know, hurt and your fears. Mm-hmm. 
before yeah. it can. So that's that. I think that's part of something I've learned about myself, and I think it's pretty common. Is that we and the way that you didn't want to call her mom. It's like we do things to prevent hurt. Correct. So if I don't have this relationship, then. Um, I can't get hurt again. I mean, for me, it's like, if I don't get married again, then I won't hurt that bad ever again. Hallelujah. Or, you know, so, so they're attached to things of like, I, and you know, it, it's super, super foolish because when in my life have I actually had control? So it's not like, <laughs> as if like, I'm like pulling strings of like, well, if I don't do this, then maybe by this and this, and then I won't feel that pain again. You know, right. and that's, and that, I think that's just a common, thing when you have unresolved trauma hey it you doesn't do. go away it doesn't go away that's why i said on the 22nd i'm going i'm i'm a student mm. because i do have issues with getting married again right yeah. and i raise my hand like everyone else and say hey look mm-hmm. i don't want to go i don't you know the fact that okay we got to Wow, we gotta move in together, and then you gotta share your finances with someone again, and you gotta know where you're going, and then they gotta go with you. <laughs> you know, like you know, and and you know, girl, I feel it. I felt it. I I I just happened to have had the most persistent and patient um, boyfriend because I was like, nope. This is like the whole time I was like, nope, nope. Nope, yeah. nope, nope, nope. And he <laughs> no, was like, yeah. okay, okay. And then like, just like very patiently was like, but maybe I'll go with you. <laughs> yeah, like, I, oh man, I, I told the, 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 per, the guy, I was like, are you okay? You know, like with the Oprah and Stedman kind of thing where, yes. you know, we're just together, yeah. but you know, we're not there married. There should be no like expectations. <laughs> it should just be like, whatever your love story is, that's your love story. Yeah, but I'm, you know, like I told him, I said, I'm afraid to get married again because it just seems like you, 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 that, that you opening yourself up again and be vulnerable. Mm. And I said at the healing workshop, that's going to be my thing. Yeah. Like, you know, that's my next level thing. Like, oh man, because, you know, two, three years, if this dude come with a ring, I'm going to be like, ooh. You know, now <laughs> the way I feel it now, right? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to be that way. I don't want to waste anyone's time right, either. Right. So I don't want to have you thinking. And then I'm like, well, I already told you no, right? Yeah. But how do I navigate that? How do I, how do I understand this whole thing of opening myself up to mm-hmm. another person? Right. How do I allow that? That's why I tell them. I could talk about healing every all day long and I can tell you, you know, how you can work on you. But when it comes to relationships, X me out. Okay. <laughs> I can <laughs> I cannot help you. you okay. You, you need to go to a professional. Okay. <laughs> and let them tell you. Don't ask me nothing about marriage. Mine didn't work out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so so I can't tell you to stay or go. I left. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, Listen, but yeah, you got to know your limits. <laughs> and I still say don't ask me cuz it's like uh, I don't it's know. also individual. It is. It's so individual. It is. 
Yeah. It is. Oh, Gloria, you are such a wonderful person to speak with. And I'm so Thank glad we guys. got to spend some time such with you. Such a bright light. Yes. That's how I feel oh. every time I'm with you. Yes. Oh, yes. Like, I don't think I've stopped smiling. I it's- know. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, but so. all of our Atlanta folks and everyone who's in that area, October 22nd and 24th of 2021, there is the Selfish Retreat. Um, so you're going to want to go and get your tickets to that. Uh, I'm loving me.net. Uh, if you yep. go to programs, it's under there and you can register for the event. Um, you're doing amazing work. Thank I'm you just so like, much. so I feel very proud to know you. That's exactly Oh man. I, I can't wait to next age. year. <laughs> I, I can't wait to next year. I have like this whole thing in my head. Like we have like this, you know, becoming truly used like, uh, a destination where it's warm. We have oh, a wonderful yes. weekend. Warm. We warm. have the live podcast going <laughs> yes, on. Unqualified yes. therapists. Yes. We yes. are like yes. hanging out and it's yes. just like a whole big sisterhood, right? Yes. Like we're, we're just waiting to, uh, allow time to go by this year to go by and just plan for it, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. I strongly believe all of us are there. We have so much to give to the world. And it's like, why wait, right? Why wait for someone to come? Because no one is coming. Yes. Go out into the world yes, yes, and yes. let the people know who you are, right? <laughs> let the people know who you are. And you guys have such a wonderful <laughs> spirit. You know what I'm saying? And, and just imagine, like I said, you know, I introduce so many people to your podcast we've oh, been thank you, downloading it and i told oh. all my friends about it we was listening to you guys when we were doing the, um our vision board party we had a vision board party oh my with God, some of my cry. core groups and we were listening and i was like you gotta listen to these ladies they're awesome and it was like is that the ladies who were dancing i said yes and they're so <laughs> funny they are so funny. They they were in the corner reading the script that Carissa gave them, like studying. And I was like, uh, do we have to study that? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> My favorite was when, was when you were like, nah. And you just like left the paper. That's right. And then, like, you, and then you gave the most like beautiful oh, like introduction. Yes. I was like, damn, she's got talent. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> yeah, because you know, I like I like to let things flow because you know, I if I read it, I will sound so mechanical yeah, and yeah, I will sound yeah. so robotic, and I'm like, yeah. that's not how I feel, you know. Yeah, but right. they're making me read this anyway. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> so but oh, yes, we're gonna link everything um, with all of your projects in the show notes. If you don't know what the Thank show you. notes are, that is wherever you are listening, just click on show more. You will see all kinds of links. We're going to show you how to get Gloria's book, Becoming Truly You, a guide to healing and creating the life you truly deserve. And also links to register for the conference that's coming up yes. in Atlanta, um, as well her as Facebook the I'm Loving Me page. project, her Facebook page, mm-hmm. and all of the other social media goodness. Yes. You can probably find that clip of us dancing somewhere. There's oh, <laughs> everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> oh, dear. That's so funny. Well, thank you so, so much for joining us. And um, we're going to be talking to you again because that's, we just, we can't we wait. To. We just, we just we know. To. We just yeah. know. We're going to yeah. be working together forever. So. Oh, man. I appreciate you, ladies. We All appreciate right. We appreciate you. you. Thank you so mm-hmm. much. 
This episode was brought to you by Sarah Simone and Amy Baumgartner. Theme song and other music provided by Epidemic Sound. Editing and production by Sarah Simone. To help us keep making episodes just like this, join our fan club at patreon.com slash unqualified therapists, Inc. Follow us on Instagram where you'll find our link tree to all things here at the UT. If you have a story to tell or a topic you'd like us to discuss, email us at unqualifiedtherapists at gmail.com. We love to hear from you. Until next week, warriors, hold on. We're going to make it. Say it loud, say it proud, shout it out, say it where we go. Where we go, where we go.